Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast or welcome back to our podcast. Um, This is Michaela and I'm being joined today by my husband. Um, His name is David. Say hi. Hello. We just wanted to talk about sugar addiction. Uh, Both of us have had experiences with sugar addiction and different intensities i guess you could say yeah uh when it comes to the when it comes to the addiction um so i thought that i would just we would just kind of like talk about it and our experience with trying to go off of sugar our experience with like some common addictive behaviors around sugar and why we believe that this is a real addiction and I know some people are saying that it's not that technically it's not like in whatever book has to say that it's a verified addiction but I think after you hear some of our experiences that you may feel differently because some of the behaviors are exactly the same as those of like say alcoholism so um one thing that i've through doing research on diets and trying to you know fix my own weight issues and everything i came across something when they're studying sugar and the effects on the body. And it said that it has the same effect on your brain that heroin does. So when people say that they're addicted to sugar or they're wondering why they can't, you know, leave the donuts alone or anything, they are literally trying to come off of a heroin like drug, so to speak. And I think that is the, biggest problem we have because it is in everything i mean you look at ketchup i mean people say oh you know the honey's healthy it's still sugar fruit it still has sugar uh you know drink your orange juice in the morning it's mostly sugar water with some orange flavor in it i mean everything has sugar Unless you go to the meat market and you grab yourself a steak and you don't put any sauce or anything like that on it. That doesn't have sugar. But everything else. I mean, you can find some waters now. If, if they're flavored, they have sugar. And it's, I think it's just this huge problem that's overlooked or that people really know what the problem is, but because, you know, Maybe the sugar company has, you know, a bunch of people paid off or whatever, but it's not going to get solved until people just choose for themselves. And that's one of the hardest decisions someone can make. Yeah. Well, I mean, sugar is so ingrained in our culture. It's used for celebrations. It's used like you see it in movies all the time where people use it as like an emotional coping mechanism. Like you eat it when you're feeling good. You eat it when you're feeling sad. You eat it like when you're stressed. It's it's very much like eat your feelings through food. And even if you think that that's not what we're being told in our culture, like watch movies 
that show you otherwise because they will, especially if you've got like rom-coms or breakup movies. It's very commonly portrayed that they will just like eat their feelings. Mm-hmm. And that's that's part of the issue. But also it's like every time I've tried to go off of sugar and I've had I've tried to go off sugar several times. Like so many. Um the biggest issue for me is that I will is that like the coworkers. That is my issue too. It's the it's the coworkers mm-hmm. that they'll bring in snacks or Donuts. treats or what yeah, and even if it's like, oh, I'm not eating sugar, but there's some sort of like you know, say it was uh I'm an admin. So say it was admin day and someone like brought in something to say you know, thank you for being an admin and they give me like some candy or they bring me like hot chocolate in the morning or something like that. I love all of these gestures. These are super sweet gestures. But for someone who is like really trying to go off of sugar, it's it's so hard. And you have to like make it known to people for them to even consider stopping bringing you those kinds of things and then even then, then they treat you different right and most of the time they don't stop bringing yeah, you you stuff. get shame yes because they're like you know i think it's this undertone of what are you trying to be better than everyone like no it's, if i was in drug rehab and i was trying to come off drugs the nurses wouldn't be bringing in syringes full of my favorite thing and saying, you know, a little bit won't right. hurt and you. And no one treats it like the but addiction like it, that it is. It's not a little bit. It's I eat the little donut hole and I'm like, you know, the endorphins rush to my brain. I'm happy. I've had a fix. I'm sitting at my desk. They're sitting there on the counter. And then I, I tell myself, eh. One one more be all right. By the end of the day, it's been that it's I'm on my fifth one more, and I feel horrible. And then it's like <laughs> to come off sugar, you have to lock yourself in your home and be a a hermit, and you have to completely stay away from anyone else because. If you if you go to your mom's for dinner, she's gonna have sugar. If you go to your in laws, yeah. they're gonna have yeah. sugar. Yeah, it is the hardest. Oh my gosh, it's the hardest thing. And some people, like I've seen, they do okay. Like my dad, for instance. Um, I feel like the first time is always the easiest time. So maybe there's that. I feel like each time that I fail over and over, it becomes harder and harder to stick with it each time. So maybe that's part of it. This may be the first time he's ever tried to go off of sugar, but he seemed to do really well. And they still have a lot of sugar that are that's in their house. But I am noticing him starting to slip. As time goes on, it becomes mm-hmm. even harder to stay away from stuff. So he is starting to slip where he was super strict for a while, but now he's starting to slip a little bit more and eating um you know things that he shouldn't be and yeah it's (sighs) yeah i think i was what strict on the carnivore diet for probably a good eight months and now because you know the holidays and birthdays and people bring in donuts and stuff to work and other sweets 
you know, I fell off the rails a little bit. I haven't, you know, I haven't gone completely insane because the diet actually does help me to trim it a little bit. But I'm just now like trying to get back strict. And it's like the stricter I try to be, the more prevalent the sweets become. Yeah. Like when I first started the diet, nobody brought donuts to work. Now we got a new guy, and it's like two, three times a week he's bringing in donut holes. And he says it's because he rides his bike and takes the bus to work. He doesn't have a car right now. And the bus stop gets off right in front of a Krispy Kreme. So he says that that's why he's always bringing in donuts because he sees the Krispy Kreme. And he probably doesn't know it, but he is addicted. And he goes in and he gets donuts. And then he, you know, he gives a little fix to everyone else. Yeah. And I'm so because you mentioned that he doesn't know he's addicted. I'm, I'm going to talk on that a little bit because there are a lot of people that I've heard and they're like, oh, I love sweets. I have a real sweet tooth. And when I hear that, I'm thinking, I immediately am like trying to decipher if they mean like they just like sweets or if they have a full-blown addiction. And I believe everyone who's eating sugar is addicted to sugar. That's just my personal opinion. They just don't know it and they don't know like to the severity. Okay. So when they say that, I'm immediately trying to decipher like what they mean exactly because when I say that I'm addicted to sugar, like I mean that I'm addicted to to sugar. So when someone's like, oh yeah, I definitely have like a sweet tooth, but they go the entire day of saying no to sweets. They go the entire day of being like, oh no, it's like I shouldn't have it and or I'll get something like tonight or whatever. They're <laughs> yeah, that that's more of just like they like sweets. My sister is like that. She can eat some sweets and then at some point she's just like, no, I just don't want them anymore. Like she she somehow has that control. I have absolutely no self-control and I feel like a child who binges because there's no regulator there's there's nothing kids have a have trouble like stopping eating sugar before they make themselves sick because they don't have anything in their brain yet that says you should stop eating that like I feel the same way I feel like I don't have anything in my brain that tells me to stop and the opposite yeah no that's true that's true and so if i was to allow myself to eat sugar as much as i want to a typical day would would be cereal probably cookies left over from the night before absolutely two bowls of cereal um maybe some hot chocolate if it was like a cold day then throughout the day i would be like dying to get back home to eat more leftover cookies to eat some more cereal to eat the ice cream that was in and this is what a a day in my life used to look like i'm not even joking like cereal all the time ice cream all the time and now i'm at the point where i'm extremely overweight and no one talks about when I go into doctors, they're all they're all just trying to figure out like they kind of just brush over. Oh, maybe diet and exercise would be helpful, 
But we should look at these other things because maybe there's something medically wrong with you. Yeah, you can't but it's, exercise enough to burn off the amount of calories. Right. So now having trying to go off of sugar, okay, when sugar has been re- reintroduced, I'll use today as an example, I've been pretty good like this week. Um, someone offered me a cookie and I was like, okay, yeah. I took one bite of the cookie and I was like, yeah, okay, like it's not the best thing in the world. As soon as it hit my bloodstream and my brain lit up because it was like, oh my gosh, there's that thing I've been wanting and I've been missing. I just did, I started to forget. Um, it took everything in me not to just eat it like an like eat the rest of the cookie like an animal and to go over and grab the rest of the cookies and to eat all of those. Like the urge is just so strong to just binge so hard and that's what happens when I let myself go too much and just like eat whatever I want I I will binge so hard on sweets it's ridiculous and um I don't have any self-control when people would bring donuts in and leave them at work and just be like oh yeah it's for it's for anybody and everybody if people didn't come and eat those and whittle down the donuts if it was just like one box of donuts just like sat there all day i would end up eating half of the box of donuts i would i just don't have the self control to be like oh maybe i shouldn't do that it's like my body and my brain literally don't care all all they care is that they want that thing and it's sitting there and it's staring me in the face and I, it's so hard to say no over and over and over again. So at some point, I just decide that I, I can't do it anymore. It takes so much willpower. The only thing that keeps me from eating the whole box of donuts is shame. Is someone else yeah. realizing that I ate all the donuts and there was probably six in there. And then the shame behind that yeah. is strong enough to be like, I'll, I'll leave a few. That way it doesn't look as bad. Right. and But I still want them. And I'll even so hide. Bad. I'll, I'll even like hide. I do that, you know, behave. I've heard alcohol, alcoholics mm. do it too, where they'll start to hide and they'll still do their drinking, but they just do it in private. And that's kind of, where I started to go, it's like, oh, I'll have another donut, but I'm going to, like, bring it back into my office. Or I'll, I'll grab two donuts, but I'll bring them back into my office and, like, scarf them down. And then no one will know that it was, like, me that ate them. And mm-hmm. no one sees me eat it. And it doesn't make a difference. But, like, that hiding behavior, because you feel so much shame around the situation. Um, I'm trying to think of other behaviors that are very much... Um, like addictive behaviors. As soon as I start to go off of it, I get withdrawal headaches, very bad. Um, my sleeping is once I go off of sugar and then come back onto it, my sleep cycle is completely screwed up. I can't sleep at night anymore. It, it, I've struggled with sleeping like my whole life, so it really just goes back to normal for me. But I I don't like it. I don't like waking up all the time throughout the night. Um, I get like angry for a while when um i'm going off of sugar but also when i'm coming back on to sugar it's the mood swings are just crazy and then the depression that i experience when i'm on sugar is so real and you wouldn't even know unless you go off of sugar and then go back on 
or maybe just go off of sugar, you you see how good you feel. And then immediately after I eat sugar, like the next day, I feel extremely depressed. And it's not even from me beating myself up about it. I'll even be like, oh, it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. You do better next time kind of thing. Uh, I still just feel depressed and it's so hard to shake. But as soon as it gets out of my system, then I'm I'm usually okay. Um, honestly, there's probably a lot more, but I would even start to crave things like ketchup, Chick-fil-A sauce, things that I knew, like my body knew had sugar in them, but weren't a sweet treat. So it was air quotes like, okay. And I have to be very, very careful when I'm trying to limit my sugar intake, uh, you know, around those kinds of things. Being aware of it is half the battle of knowing like what has sugar in it and what doesn't have sugar. In it. And a lot of like label reading goes into it. But I think that it would be worth it for anybody to try and experience going off of sugar and just see how hard it is. And I've seen other people who do it on YouTube and they did the same thing. They got migraines, they got headaches. They, it was very, very difficult. And at some point they just stopped caring and they were like, I'm just going to go back and eat it again. Like, I don't even care. Yeah. Sometimes the withdrawals are hard. And that brings me to another point. Like you mentioned like, you know, an alcoholic, you want to hide it and everything. And, I remember hearing this, but I I looked it up and it's on WebMD. I don't know how accurate that is, but I've heard of multiple sources. But it says, and a quote, the paragraph here is, is, too much refined sugar and high fructose corn syrup causes a fatty buildup that can lead to liver disease. Some studies show that sugar can be as damaging to the liver as alcohol, even if you're not overweight. It's one more reason to limit foods with added sugars, such as soda, pastries, and candy. And I think, like, you know, alcohol affects your mood, and it affects your brain in ways that can be addicting. I know it's a downer, and I'm not sure. I I would think sugar's an upper? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So... It's the opposite effect on your brain, but it causes a chemical release that you start to crave. So alcoholics might do it to suppress negative emotions or, you know, a lot of people stress drink or they just, you know, they associate it with partying. Um, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, so I don't know the exact reasons behind alcohol becoming an addiction because I'm definitely not addicted to alcohol, but I'm addicted to sugar. So, you know, my liver might, you know, since I've eaten so much sugar in my life, my, my liver actually might be as damaged as someone who went to college and drank a lot because of all the sugar that I've eaten. So it's just something to keep in mind that, you know, even if you don't drink, Depending, especially look at some of these health foods. If you think you're a healthy person, but you're consuming all this sugar, I mean, you might be going down a road that you didn't think you were going down. And it's really scary when you think about it. Yeah. And, you know, this is, we could go like talk about this for a while. We just wanted to kind of explain like our perspective. We've both tried to go off of sugar and found it extremely difficult and high fat high protein 
high fat, high protein helps. Um, we found like carnivore is the best option for us and for our situation. Um, that's another podcast. (laughs) That's a whole different thing. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, we just wanted to like kind of give you guys a little bit perspective on it. Um, my personal Instagram, I kind of do some stories of what it looks like me struggling and, um, caving over and over again. And I'm sure people get tired of hearing it, but it's for someone who's addicted to sugar and trying to recover. I was trying to show how it's literally everywhere and it becomes very, very hard to stay away from it. If you're trying to, because it, people just make it so available. Um, anyway, but we hope you guys enjoyed this, um, podcast episode and hopefully we will have a chance to talk more about this in the future. Um, but have a great day guys. Take luck and care.